888-346-9644 today. Welcome to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is, brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's go to the studio with Steve and Mark on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello and welcome into another edition of Hoop There It Is, alongside Mark Wise. I'm Steve Russell. Brad produces it today, and we are glad you're here to talk hoops with us. And we have an awful lot uh, to go over today. Uh, If you want to call us on the Campus USA uh, call-in line, 392-8255, that's the place you can talk to us. Um, A lot of questions from Mark, but uh, Mark, I guess let's start with Florida. Um, Two impressive wins. Uh, and, And, you know, Florida had beaten a nationally ranked team like Tennessee and then maybe didn't follow it up. So that's why I thought it was important for them to do that, and they got the job done. Yeah, I I thought uh, I was fortunate enough to get to watch both games. Um, You know, Tennessee, we can talk about Tennessee and what's wrong with them later right now, but I I just like the the way Florida attacked. I like the way they played faster. I think the players talked about that in their postgame comments, Um, and they carried that over to Georgia. Now, it's easier to play faster against Georgia because that's the way they play, but to, to, to take a team... And I think Kim Palm still has Tennessee uh, in the top three in the country in terms of defensive of, uh, efficiency. But to, um, to operate and execute the way they did, to get the shots that they, want, that they ended up getting, um, was truly impressive. You look at, uh, at the lineups that Mike, Wides, that Mike Weiss employed, Mark, and you know Omar Payne, yeah. Castleton sometimes in the game together, You've mentioned this a lot, that Florida in the past has not had a lot of length, has not had shot-blocking ability. Those guys have helped that. Uh, There's no question about that. Um, If you want to be good defensively, I've always said you need these three ingredients. You you need to have team quickness. Florida is significantly quicker than they were a year ago. Just taking Nimhard and Blackshear out of the lineup makes them quicker, and I'm not ragging on them. I'm just, just fact. Uh, you got to have length, and they're actually longer with DeRuji in the lineup instead of uh, um, Keontae Johnson. And and then playing the two bigs together makes them very long. And you got to have the ability to, to block shots, and, and Florida has done that. I, I think one of the real surprises in the Southeastern Conference is the way that uh, Colin Castleton is playing. And I think that shows up, you know, he's their leading scorer in league play. Then I'll, I'll go back to this. We often talk about in baseball you have to be good up the middle. Uh, basketball is the same way. I think one of the, the, the two bigger question marks that I had for Florida entering the year was point guard play and who was going to play the five. And it's almost like that's become, because of Keontae Johnson's um, uh, traumatic experience, that has almost become their two best positions. Uh, I like what Trey Mann has obviously given them, but I, Appleby is at a different level right now. And what that allows them to to do is to play two point guards who can both play at the point and both play off the ball. And then Castleton and what he's been able to give them. So they've been real solid up the middle, and I think that's the reason why they uh, uh, won two games last week. Kind of took themselves off that bubble discussion that they entered the week last week, so now they're – you know they're moving up in the Lenardi projections. I think he had them ninth uh, as a nine seed this morning. So, uh, and that changes from week to week. And everybody asks me, well, how how can you you know not jump when you win and and uh, go down when you lose? Well, it depends on what the other teams around you do. So Arkansas won two games last week um, and actually went down a seed. Well, okay, how does that happen? Is because other teams jump you in terms of their overall resume. So really, really good week for Florida. Um, let's take a look at some of the other uh, goings-on. Michigan under a 14-day halt now. How does that affect them? Yeah, I, again, um, it's probably going to be more unusual if your team doesn't go through some sort of uh, pause or shutdown right now. Um, again, I, to me, um, I... I, I I, I like the fact that we're doing games. I like the fact that w- 
most of the time, 75 to 80% of the games are being played. But to me, the biggest elephant in the room is what you're going to do at the NCAA tournament in Indianapolis if a team tests positive. To me, that that's that's what this is going to boil down to. And I know the NCAA released last week their dates for starting, like the first four is now on f- Friday. But you've got to have a seven days of, of consecutive negative tests in order to enter Indianapolis. Well, if the SEC tournament ends on Sunday, as it does, I think still, and your first game is on Saturday. That's not seven days. <laughs> that's not seven days. So you're, you, something has to give with that. So um, it, it, to me, that is the elephant in the room that, that the NCAA is going to have to address. All right, let's start our features here. Play of the Week, brought to you by Center State Bank with five Alachua County locations to serve you better. Play of the Week, Mark. Uh, I don't know if you saw the UCLA at Stanford finish. Uh, Stanford brings the ball. UCLA scores to tie it late in the game. Stanford comes down, shoots kind of a runner off the right baseline, gets blocked out of bounds with .9 seconds to go. Running inbounds, play players get confused defensively. Oscar Da Silva for Stanford catches at the rim, scores. Stanford wins on the out under with .9 to go on the clock. Ooh. That's a good play of the week. That's that's UCLA's first loss, which uh, in in league play. And I should say this: maybe no team in the country has had a makeover in how they uh, win games than Mick Cronin, because at at Cincinnati they didn't score; they just defended the heck out of you. And now at UCLA, they're averaging like eighty-five points a game. <laughs> And they don't defend. I know it's killing him, but they're eight and one. Come on. Yeah, you, you got to win, uh, right? Got to score, man. You got to score. All right. Questions of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. And again, uh, you want to send questions to Mark? You can do so at hoop. There it is. Show at gmail dot com. Here we go, Mark. Uh, Sean in Gainesville. When you do games for ESPN, yeah. are you traveling to the game or do you work the games from a studio? Uh, I, the studio is my home office. I mean, uh, they, that what they did was they sent uh, a bunch of home kits. That's what we, that's what we call them. That's what ESPN calls them home kits. So at my house, I have a, thanks to ESPN, I have a huge monitor, which is what I see the game on. But then I have a MacBook pro that has different cameras on it that, um, I can see the play by play guy. I can see our stats guy. Um, so it's, and then I can see different camera angles. So there are a lot more things to pay attention to. Um, a lot more things can go wrong. Um, uh, getting set up for my game on Saturday, we had a router problem. You know, you're supposed to turn your power on at a certain time. You're supposed to test at a certain time. And my test got backed up because they, they couldn't figure out what was going on. They couldn't get me in the Zoom meeting based on my router so you know people are messing around with him people at bristol are talking and so they got it figured out and the game went off without a hitch but man it makes you nervous yeah wow i just want to show up courtside <laughs> so i can see both benches at the same time because i i, I say this but, you know somewhat kiddingly because i'm an analyst i think it's harder on the analyst because so much of what i rely on is things that you ne- don't necessarily see, uh, bench communication, uh, officials positioning, uh, what happens when the whistle blows and, you know, s- everybody's stopped, but it's not in the picture that you're seeing. So, uh, so much of what you depend on as an analyst is outside the purview of the game monitor or program, as we call it. So um, it's, a, it's a harder way to do a game. Rawling and Alachua. Trey Mance had a great had a great game against Georgia, having a great year. Yeah. What's the difference between what he did last year and what he's doing this year? Learning how to play with others. And this is not a negative comment. It's not a selfish comment. What I talk about is I think because of of the emphasis that we put on the AAU s- system, and I'm not not all AAU is bad, but it sometimes can be for the better players. Because of the emphasis that we put on individual workouts, most of the time, most freshmen, and Trey Mann is in this group, has no idea how to play with others. What I mean by that is 
He has no idea how to pass out of a double team. He has no idea how to rotate defensively. He has no idea how to move without the ball. Because guess what? In individual workouts, you don't do that. You don't, you don't work on those things. That's why I'm a big proponent of young players playing more five-on-five. Five. And if you want to have fun sometime, make yourself a mental note. Play five-on-five, five and I'm not going to shoot in this game. And see how many. See if you can impact your team to winning without scoring. And you, you'll, you'll be ahead of most freshmen as they learn. So that's one of the reasons. And he's playing more confident, confidently. He knows the ball is going to be in his hands. And so he's also learned how to play through mistakes. And guess what? You cannot learn that until you go through it. That's right. Uh, Robbie in Richmond. Payne had a breakout game against Georgia, somewhat reminiscent of Joe Kim Noah. Are we witnessing the birth of the next Joe Kim Noah? Well, I'm not going that far. Uh, remember that Payne had a great game against Auburn when Florida waxed Auburn last year. I think he had 18 in that game. There's no question if he will give them consistent production, and it doesn't have to be 18, doesn't have to be what what he did the other day against Tennessee, but it has to be somewhere in between. If he can become a consistent 7-7 seven and seven guy, give you 7.7 7 boards, and Mike White knows he's going to get that from Omar Payne, uh, that will make Florida better. There's no question about it, but you can't go – 12 and 9 one game and 2 and 1 the next. Now, fouls can come into play there, but I think everybody gets my point. Steven and Venice. Tennessee's lost two in a row, but the win Tuesday was huge. Could beating a quadrant one team be the boost the Gators need to make the tournament? Well, uh, you can only take snapshots of the season at where you are right now. And right now, Florida is comfortably in. Uh, what's odd about that quad one statement is that Tennessee win is Florida's only quad one win now. Last week they had two, and everybody's going to go, well, how can that be? Okay, well, LSU slipped out of the top 30, and once that happened, um, then that win over LSU becomes a quad two win. As another example, since we're on this conversation it is so odd to me. Florida's resume has a quad three loss on it. And when I first saw that, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not. When I first saw that, I was, I'm thinking, well, who did they lose to that's a quad three loss? The home loss to Kentucky because of where Kentucky is in the net actually is a quad three loss. Wow. Now, how many years could you have said that? With Kentucky. Yeah, with yeah. Kentucky. You, yeah. you lost at home. Okay, well, you know, it doesn't ding the resume. Yeah. Yeah, this year it does. Wow. So Florida needs Kentucky to win games. Wow. Um, that is, boy, that's weird. Isn't that strange? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Craig in Gainesville. Weird to see Coach White wearing polo shirts and not a suit. Is there a dress code for coaches in the NCAA? Well, everybody's done this. Uh, the only coach that I'm aware of that's still dressing up in the SEC that I have had or that I have seen, and I think I've seen everybody multiple times, is Buzz Williams at uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, He's yeah. still wearing his tie and the vest. That's his. Um, but everybody else in the entire country in this COVID environment has gone casual, including broadcasters. Um, we've been asked to... Um, sort of wear the same look, um, but uh, I have two ESPN polos. I don't even remember what I wore Saturday. I think we wore the polos. I've got hoodies. Uh, who would have thought that broadcasters wearing hoodies would be an acceptable way to do a game five yeah. years ago? Yeah. And you just wouldn't have come into play. No, not at all. Aaron and the Lachua. Team's gelling now. Chemistry seems great. Team performing well even with Keontae and Scotty off the floor. How much more important is chemistry over talent? And is Coach White and his staff getting enough credit for keeping the team together through all the injuries this year? Well, I don't think well, the, the, the answer to the last question is obviously no, and I said this last week. I, what they're doing, doing, just the fact that they're on the floor competing at this level after what they went through, uh, to me is one of the best stories in, in college basketball. I talked about... Keontae Johnson's story, and I talked about Andrew Jones's story at Texas, who overcame the cancer and then hit the game-winning shot against Kansas, I think. Um, so from that standpoint, but remember this, it's all a snapshot. This, the, the, the difference, one of the major differences between evaluating basketball and football 
is that you everything is equal in football, meaning preparation is equal. Everybody plays every seven days in, in theory, okay? Yeah. It's, it's the same game planning, and so it's the same rhythm. Football has the same rhythm. Basketball does not. Your di- you, the 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 game preparation for games changes on your schedule, uh, and wait until we get to the end here where teams are having to make up games. So this is going to be interesting to see how the SEC deals with this. So um, for a lot of different facets, for a lot of different reasons, basketball evaluation is just a snapshot. So I, I, one of the things that I'm doing in my broadcast is ru- is ranking the top five in the SEC. Well. That could change dramatically one week to the next. I don't think it changes like that in football. Does it? Mm, You wouldn't see that, right? Not like that. Not like that? You wouldn't have a hard time figuring out who's second best in the league. Right. Who's third best in the league. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Samir in Jacksonville. No taking precautions. How does COVID affect the field of 64? Will some good teams have to drop out because of COVID concerns? I addressed that a little bit earlier. I think that's the elephant in the room. Um, To me, you know, the worst case is that you go to Indianapolis, you win two games, and then you test positive. You know, then then what happens? Yeah. Marion Ocala, getting women's basketball, had another great win this week, this time with Kelly Ray Finley filling in for Coach Neubauer. How important is it to win a road game with an assistant coach filling in? Well, let's – first of all, you can split that up. How important is it to win a road game? Tremendous. How important is it to win when your head coach is not around? Tremendous. Tremendous. So (laughs) both of those are tremendous. Uh, Adriana in Orange Park. Gators are fourth in the league. How many more wins do they need to make the tournament? We'll take a deep run in the SEC tournament. No, forget the SEC tournament because I – who knows if the SEC tournament will be played? And and I say that with all – I have no knowledge of what – it's one of the hot topics going around the country right now is the discussion about conference tournaments. Um, so you want to build your resume. You, you, want, I don't, you don't want to go into a tournament that you may or may not play wondering if needing that to get in. Florida is safely in right now. How many wins do they need? Uh, well, first of all, I, I looked at this today. At Wednesday is the halfway point if you've played all your games. So Florida is... Five and three, and Wednesday's game will be their ninth, and you play 18 league games. Now they do have the SEC Big 12 Challenge game on Saturday. So they have 10 games left, and they're eight and. Now they have 10, 11 games left, not counting Wednesdays. So they have 11 games left. They're going to only play 23. That's going to be it. So. Um, how many do they need? Oh, my God! That's hard to... I mean, I mean, it depends on which games you're talking about. Right. And the back end of because the schedule is a little tougher. The, five of the last eight is on the road, yep. and yet their Big 12 Challenge game is on the road. Yeah. Now, here's the thing I will say, that, that it, it's more important that you beat your better opponents than it is if you lose to your lesser opponents. Mm-hmm. Who'd you play? Who'd you beat? Where'd you beat them? Yep. The first three questions the committee asked... Isn't well, who did you lose to? Right, not in the equation, <laughs> not in the equation. <laughs> it would help if Florida beat one of these teams on the road that because most likely that'd be a quad one win. Finally, Vivian and Perry, Florida State's playing well. Learn Hamilton seems to be building yeah. something in Tallahassee. Who has more momentum right now, Knowles or the Gators? Who can maintain the momentum? Well, if you looked at the last three or four years, I think the answer there is the Seminoles have more me- momentum, but. Um, going forward, I mean, basketball is a different animal. I, I, again, I look at Sharif Cooper at Auburn, who became eligible. And they got good pretty oh, fast. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> are they a different team. So they've lost two games with Cooper in the lineup, Alabama by four, and then I had the game last Wednesday at Arkansas where they lost by two. I mean, it, it's when I look at and evaluate teams right now in the league, it's hard for me to keep them out of the top five. So that's that remains to be seen, and it also involves recruiting and freshmen, and as you well know, I don't talk about freshmen. Nope. Not, uh, that haven't been on campus. They yes. haven't played, yeah. All right, those are our questions of the week, brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. And again, you got questions from Mark, send them to hoop, there it is, show at gmail.com. Let's get to our Campus USA uh, credit line, uh, phone line, and we'll get uh, Greg there. Greg, hello. 
hey, Steve and Mark, thanks for doing the show. Enjoy it. Love the way you guys talk about basketball, explain the tournament and all. But I am enjoying the journey, Mark, and I'm really There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, the North went in fire and the journey, man. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> but this is what I would like to ask you about. I mean, we saw that second team, basically, and they're practicing against first team when they're healthy, like Castleton and whatnot. And, and so it didn't surprise me to see them do that against Tennessee. And I'm sure Tennessee was more surprised than than Mike White was that, that the way they were playing. No, I, I'm going to let me interrupt you. Mike White okay. was surprised because he was said it? in his post game, "Well, I didn't see that coming." Okay, oh, okay. so um, again, I, everybody's going to have well, to stop talking about Florida's playing without Keontae Johnson. At, at some point in time, that's no longer relevant, and I, I'm not being yeah. callous. But the fact that they played without Scotty Lewis and have been playing without Scotty Lewis, that's more relevant. Right. Is he okay? Because I have a fear that he's got the heart thing that Keontae had, but they won't say it. I have no knowledge. Yeah, that's just my fear. Because it's been a long time. It's been more than the 14-day standard they've done. But anyway, I hope he gets better regardless. But this is my question. Two part. One part, Tennessee, because I, I love beating up on him. One, do you think that shows Tennessee's um, just lack of drive. I mean, to come out there and get taken down like that right. and just by the second team. And then the second part is, Omar Payne is a beast. I really would love to see him get inter- injected into games more and, and more often. And they said he might have a confidence problem. If you could just touch on that, and I'll listen off air and go get it. Greg, thank you. Well, if he can't be confident after this week, um, he, he'll never be confident. But I said that last year when they, he had that great game against Auburn. So uh, he's going to have to decide – uh, whether I'm going to be a factor night in and night out. Now, fouls for big guys are always an iffy proposition. As far as Tennessee's concerned, uh, they looked, uh, to me, um, lethargic defensively. And then they came back against Missouri the other day and played much harder, okay? But here's my answer to Tennessee's issues. If you want to play, if you want your defense to be really good, play better offense. If you want to fix your energy if uh, and effort because every coach says, well, our lack of offense impacted our defense, then fix your offense. And right now, Tennessee is way too late in too many possessions. And so they're getting, and, and, and the numbers show us all, if you shoot in the last five seconds of a possession, your percentage goes down dramatically. So I think they're going to have to play faster on offense. Except Alabama. It's the difference between Missouri and Tennessee. Missouri doesn't shoot the ball well, but they play so much faster, and they're still just as good defensively. So uh, that would be my, you know, I mean, Rick Barnes has won 10,000 10, games. He doesn't need me to tell him. But he, I saw his postgame comments, and he right away said, uh, our offense, we need to fix our offense. He sees it. Rick, hang in there. We'll get to you. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Hoop, there it is here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. 
Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is. I'm Steve Russell alongside Mark Wise. Let's go to our Campus USA Credit Union phone line. We'll talk to Rick. Rick, what's up? Yeah, hey Steve, hey Mark. Hey Rick. Uh, Mark, I was I was uh, listening last week, and you were talking about Cooper out of uh, Auburn. So I tuned in Saturday just to watch it. Mark, he's the real deal. You were absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, I always thought Calathus might have been the, the best freshman passer that I've seen. You know, but I tell you what, this kid, this kid was absolutely everything you said he was. Um, yeah, and uh, Auburn could, uh, that completely changed that whole team around. I watched him earlier in the year, and I watched him again. But, uh, yeah, he was something, and thanks, Mark. I, I had them pre-Cooper. Um, I had them at, at Texas A- I've had them four times, so I had them twice pre-Cooper and twice with Cooper. And uh, he's the piece that makes all the other pieces fit, fit for them because they were running Flanagan, and they're pl- still playing without Justin Powell. Um, and they were running the point, and those guys are not point guards. And so Flanagan now has thrived in terms of uh, uh, his role as the off guard. Time for Chalk Talk, brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Mr. Wise, take it away. Okay, so up on the board here, I have the famous 1-3-1 zone that Florida sometimes play. Kermit Davis, I have them Wednesday night, has really made this one of his staples defensively. So I put the 1-3-1 in the thought we might talk about it for a little bit. Steve, first question, what's the most important ingredient if you want to run zone? Ingredient. Yeah, what what do you need to run to run it? I gave you the ingredient to, if you want to be good defensively. Back end, back end defense. Of course not. Okay. Now, what's the most important ingredient <laughs> of any zone? Size. Well, okay. What's the second most important thing? Size. Size. Now you're catching on. See? Okay. Yeah. So why do people put uh, on the point of their zone? And this is Deruji for Florida. This is KJ Buffin at six eight, six nine. Uh, Deruji at six seven. Why they put them on point? What's one of the cornerstones? I'm. This is a quiz for you today. Yeah, boy. Not to make you look you, bad. Yeah, thank but you. But I am enjoying may. it. Yes, thank you. What's the What's one of the cornerstones of any good offensive set? Okay, I'm. I'm going to help you out. Okay. Ball reversal. Okay. Okay. So by putting the size out here, so okay. with the ball in a guard's hands here. Ball reversal. He doesn't go trap this guy. He stays right there. Okay? So any pass that goes guard to guard that has height on it, that's a win for the defense. Because now you are not uh, moving the zone quicker than the offense can score from. So that's a win. So that's why you have height there. The other thing is, and we talked about this last year in one of the Chuck Tucks, one of the important things in playing a zone is to eliminate gap penetration. So normally, obviously, the gap here is between these two defenders. But everybody, including Florida, including Mississippi, plays this guy really high here. So this guy cannot see anything. So he comes strong side. He comes back backside. this way to yep. the backside. And now this guy has nothing to do but if you cover this correctly, except to throw this high lob pass. So once that happens, now the defense has time to rotate and do just the opposite on the other side. 
So when that happens, the defense is winning. And what you're trying to do in this defense is not get a steal, but you want to get the offense into the last half, last third, last five seconds of a possession. Now, when the ball does go below the free throw line, it's interesting to note if this pass gets made, and so the ball is down in the corner now, the Florida and Ole Miss do two different things. Ole Miss goes to a 2-3 zone. Florida goes back and matches up man-to-man. So it's interesting to kind of watch how different coaches tweak the 1-3-1, but both Florida and Ole Miss are really good at running this defense. If you're going to counteract it. Okay, if you want to counteract it, then you need a big guard. That's the first step. You need to counter size with size. That's where Trey Mann comes into play. Uh, it, it's where Sharif Cooper struggled against Arkansas, not because they run a 1-3-1, but they ran two guys at him, and it just made him give up the ball, and they were willing to live with what was on the other side. So you want size so that you can have a better passing, quicker passing rotation to beat the zone's ability to rotate from one side of the floor to the other. Okay. So it was a bigger guard would be effective against the 1-3-1. Good stuff. Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Let's do our sub of the week. Brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the Ebor City, Tampa Cuban, Miami Cuban, and the Key West Cuban. Okay, so to stay on the same theme, Sharif Cooper gets eligible for the Auburn Tigers. Auburn's already played 10 games with a lineup that they've gotten comfortable with. There's no question Cooper's going to start, right? So, I mean, that, that's obvious now. But somebody had to go to the bench. Who And guess what? Players don't volunteer to go to the bench. <laughs> right. But Devin Cambridge went to Bruce Pearl and said, I'm the, I, I'll, I'll do it. Now, I don't think he had any idea the production he was going to then enjoy. But with Cooper in the starting lineup, Cambridge now comes off the bench. He's been in double figures every game off the bench. He's getting the same minutes. He's getting the same shots, same opportunities with a better point guard. So he's my sub of the week in terms of what he's been able to accept as his role. Let me ask to expand on that, because if you're just listening to what we're talking about here, well, okay, he, he, he's gone to the bench. He's getting the same production. As you said, a lot of players don't volunteer right. to go to the bench. What does that do as well, Mark, from a coaching standpoint in substitution and getting a guy like him to come into the game? There is no nothing better as a coach than to look down your bench and have an offensive thought. Okay, go help us out. Yeah. Because there, I promise you, I promise you, nobody looks down the bench looking for defensive help. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I yeah. mean, they just don't. You don't get subbed in. You, if you're a defensive-minded guy and you get subbed in, you're getting into – you're a stabilizer. But you're not going to help the team overcome a six-point deficit with six minutes to go. So that, that's, a, that's a big plus for any coach. Okay. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come uh, as we take you here on our Hoop There It Is journey for today. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and ranch or blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside catering crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Ma, it's some Mickey D's. There's food at home. But there's no chicken McNuggets at home. Okay, fine. That's two 10-piece chicken McNuggets. Have a nice day. So who's going to be sharing some of those chicken McNuggets? 
I thought you said there was food at home. You better watch it. <laughs> the You Can't Get This At Home meal. Get it at McDonald's where you can get two of your faves, like a 10-piece chicken McNuggets or a Big Mac for just five bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Limited time offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I've heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that certainly has a nice ring to it. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Welcome back to Hoop, there it is, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, we welcome you back. If you have a question for Mark, you want to call us up on the Campus USA Credit Union phone line, 392-8255. In the meantime, Coach of the Week brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Mark. How, how many teams are still undefeated in the country, Steve? Uh, no idea. <laughs> Would you? Can I get you off your NFL high horse and get you over into hoops? I am into hoops. I, if I asked you anything about the NFL, you would be able to spit it out at me. Most, most. Yes, exactly. Mostly. Come yes, on. Yes. Make the switch. Okay, I'm switching. Go uh, ahead. One of those four is Winthrop, Pat Kelsey. Now, I would not have known that not knowing the NFL, but okay. Okay, well, the other two are Gonzaga Baylor. Yeah, Gonzaga, that, yes. Okay, and yeah. then the fourth one you would never get. Okay. Because it's Drake. You're right. So, yeah. uh, anyway, Winthrop 15-0 and out of the Big South. Um, Pat Kelsey, uh, Coach of the Week. If you're still undefeated, even this late, even in a COVID season, uh, you're doing a lot of things right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, basketball Top 4, brought to you by My IT Masters. You're a one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions, from voice over IP to cybersecurity. Nobody does IT like the master. Who's your top four? You know, I dropped Iowa out because they lost at home to Maryland. Um, now that's not true. Uh, Iowa lost to somebody at home because Maryland went to Minnesota and won. Um and so in order to put them back in, I needed to see Villanova play. They're back playing again. So I've got Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Michigan. I'm not going to punish Michigan uh, for that road loss at Minnesota since Minnesota beat everybody at home except for Maryland, who just went there and won, who Maryland can't win at home. And it, I think it kind of speaks to volumes of what – and I talked about that last week – The 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 lack of or the lesser home court advantage that we're seeing across the country, SEC especially. I don't know if this was during your game or not, but I'm going to throw this at you, and if it's a repeat, I apologize. No, no. Would you take Gonzaga and Baylor? Right. Or the field? Or the field. You know, it makes it a more interesting question when you bring two teams right, in. Right, exactly. Okay? Uh, yeah. You would still take the field. I mean, okay. in a one-and-done tournament. Um, but I still maintain there's Gonzaga and a gap, Baylor and a bigger gap, and then maybe five or six teams on the third tier, and then maybe 50 teams on the fourth tier. And isn't it about in the tournament matchup at that point? 
You know, it's somewhat of an overused phrase. I almost think it, and if you want to say matchup, I, I, I almost think it's style of play. Okay. It, 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 everybody thinks matchup, it's individual matchups, and sometimes that can be the case. But it's more about style of play in terms of how does a team score and how do you defend. Because right now, like Alabama, I'm not sure anybody wants to play Alabama right now. I, okay, you just – Mark's – he didn't spoil it, but that was my next question. I, if you take a team like Alabama who is – I mean, they're fun to watch, right. all of that said. But match them against a Gonzaga, right. match them against a Baylor, what do you see? Well, Baylor is the, uh, the the odd team out there in terms of Baylor gets most of its work done on the d- defensive end, and they're also old. Um, but they can score. I just don't think the, the pace of play is going to be as fast. So that would be really interesting to see that. I think if you're going to play Alabama, I mentioned this on the broadcast the other day, you have to, because I had them, um, you, uh, you have to address these three questions. One is, what are you going to do with Herb Jones? Who are you going to put on him? How are you going to defend him? Are you going to just back off of him? Put a smaller guy and just say, hey, I'm willing to live with... And and Herb Jones is shooting the best of his career right now. But I'm willing to live with Herb Jones shooting 10 threes. I'm just going to dare him. I'm not going to allow him to beat me off the bounce. Or do you pressure him and and get out on shoot? So then the second thing is, do you want Alabama to score two at a time or three at a time? Most coaches are wired for rim protection. I'm not sure that's the way to go against Alabama. I mean, they made 14 threes the other night. They made 23 or 2,300 or ever how many they made in the game before, set a new SEC record. Um, but I'm, I, I just think you have to do something different with Alabama. And then the third thing, and this is the most over, underrated part of Alabama's game, field goal percentage defense in Southeastern Conference play, Alabama number one. Three-point field goal percentage defense in SEC play, Alabama number one. I mean, their defense is really good. You've got to figure out how to score. And, and I think it's cool, too, because sometimes if you're a good offensive team, you're a defense. Right. But they do it both ends. Yeah, that's the, been the biggest change. And, and Nate Oates, you know, he suspended a couple of guys right before Christmas. They had lost in Western Kentucky. They were 4-3. and three. And he said, quite frankly, some things had to change. It had to be attention to detail. Uh, how they wanted to play defensively, and they haven't lost since. So I think that message got a lot across loud and clear. No doubt. Uh, Campus USA, Credit Union phone line. Doug, hello. Hey there. Hey, Doug. Uh, hey, how you doing, Mark? Good. Uh, I've noticed, and, and I'm assuming it was because of the surgery that he had over the, uh, over the year, that Noah Locke has been a lot more active this year uh, he in years past, the two years past, it seemed like he was exceptionally effective as a, a set-up three-point shooter. Right. But he would just run to a spot, and then that was that. This year, he is actually driving the ball. He's doing his floaters. He's he's been a lot more active this year. Is, is can that be all reflective back on just his physical is uh, that much better? I think he is healthier. I don't think there's any question about that, which makes him look quicker to me. But here's the thing that I have noticed in his game, and you mentioned it with his uh, pull-up game, his ability to shoot, um, you know, the the 12-footer, if you will. He, right. It looks to me like he has figured out that he was going too far. He was getting in too quick, uh, not too quick, too close to too the close bigs. To the and making re- and making really difficult attempts in the mid range, he he looks like he has figured out where that where that uh, force field ends, and he's shooting the ball much better because he's not over dribbling. He he's he's eliminating what I'm calling one dribble before he shoots it, and that has uh, benefited him and Florida greatly. Okay, is he going to be able to develop a? a dribble and shoot a three-pointer as opposed to just the catch and shoot? No. I mean, I say that. I mean, yeah, no, he, I, he's, I, I, he's I, got a nice, quiet release. I would not want to mess with that. He, it's a catch okay. and shoot. It's quick. It's quiet. Um, and, and, and I always go back to the Kenny Boynton, one of the loudest jump shots on the planet I've ever seen. Actually, Ole Miss has a guy who does that, Jarkel Joyner. 
Uh, it's really loud, and there's a lot of moving parts. Not with Noah Locke. I would not want to mess with that. But like Trey Mann has, you know, has his step back. Different, different, different level of quickness, different level of handle. Okay, that's that was my question. Okay, thanks a lot, Doug. Thank you. Baller of the week brought to you by McDonald's of Gainesville with ten locally owned and operated locations. Okay, let's go to Wofford. You remember Wofford uh, took uh, Kentucky um, um, to the wire a couple of years ago with the marvelous three point shooting of Fletcher McGee. Well, Fletcher McGee had a uh, young point guard. Uh, by the name of Storm Murphy. Storm Murphy is now a senior. Uh, Wofford is 6-1 and one in the SoCon, leading by a half a game over East Tennessee State. He averaged 25.5 the last um, two games in last week's play. So he's my baller of the week. Plus, that's one of the better basketball names going this year, isn't it? <laughs> Storm Murphy. I yeah. just love that. That is good. Well, we'll take a break. Come back. As we continue with Hoop, there it is, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax in the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's is going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Connect more easily with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Okay, we got a few minutes left of uh, our Hoop, There It Is for today. Thanks for tuning in. A lot of good stuff. The Team of the Week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. Team of the Week. I always look for a team that has turned a corner or has made a significant impact on their resume. I couldn't find one better than Florida in terms of what they did last week, uh, beating a, a, a top 10 team uh, in the way that they beat them, and then to follow that up, as you said, with an encore kind of a trap game. Um, I, I, you, you read a lot of stuff from great coaches, and they always talk about handling success is more difficult than handling failure, and it's easier to motivate when when you you know when you've had an embarrassing loss um, than having a, a super win. But Florida, for w what they did and and the way that they played against Georgia, uh, very impressive after that win against Tennessee. So I, I again, uh, you you go from being a 
in the la- I think last week before the Tennessee game, Florida was in the last four buys by Lenardi, and now they're in the eight nine game. Yeah. So that should tell you that's a pretty significant leap. You know what? I have a team of the week only because of its pedigree. UConn. Okay. Okay. You. I don't think they're going to be ranked this week. They were ranked last week. Yeah. They're, and yeah. given their you know championships, yeah, yeah. they kind of hit a you know were they relevant? But I'm I'm kind of glad for that program. Well, here's the thing: they um, they were very mediocre the last couple of years in right. the American, and now they're making a statement in the Big East. Now they've got one of the better guards in the country in Buck Knight, and he's in everybody's lottery. But he didn't play the other day at Creighton, one of the reasons why they lost. But they were still competitive in that game. But no question. Uh, I think UConn's happier being in the Big East, and I think Big East is happier with having UConn. Games to Watch, brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Games to Watch. Well, if you're a Florida fan, I think you're going to watch want to watch West Virginia. That's tonight. They host Texas Tech, 9 p.m. on the U., Couple of great SEC network games Tuesday night. <laughs> I say that <laughs> because <laughs> my game's Wednesday night. No, Kentucky and Alabama uh, at at seven, and then Missouri at Auburn. And I talk, we've talked enough about Auburn and Missouri. That'll be a great matchup because that's a great defensive team against a great offensive team now with Cooper. Wednesday night, two surprise teams in the Mountain West: Boise State and Colorado State go at it. Thursday, Oregon, who's kind of had a quizzical year to me uh, at UCLA. Friday, St. Louis, no question St. Louis is the best team in the A-10, or so we think. I think tomorrow night is their first league game. They have been shut down since pre-Christmas. They have not played, but they're going to play at Richmond on Friday. And then on Saturday, you know, I looked at the SEC Big 12 matchup, and what is not to like about this particular group. I don't care if you're talking about Alabama at Oklahoma to start things off um, and Florida at West Virginia or Arkansas at Oklahoma State. Now we'll see if Cade Cunningham, uh, he's out due to COVID protocols. He did not play the other day in their game against Baylor. Auburn at Baylor. Sharif Cooper against that backcourt for Baylor, the best defensive backcourt in the country. Uh, Kansas-Tennessee uh, Texas, Kentucky. I mean, uh, this is really some marquee matchups. And I'll go ahead. My game is TCU, and TCU is shut down. They had to move their Kansas game. They're supposedly going to play Kansas Thursday and at Kansas, and then go on to Missouri. I have TCU at Missouri on Saturday in that challenge. So, I was looking forward to that. We'll take a break. Come back. I'm going to ask Mark about Florida's next two opponents we just mentioned because they are. <laughs> You know, with Vanderbilt and then West Virginia, two ends, two different ends of the spectrum. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action and, oh yeah, delicious food. 
you know you want some wings. Right now, you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and rancher blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside Catering Crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I've heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that certainly has a nice ring to it. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Mark, I want to end by talking about Florida's games this week, and boy, you couldn't go different ends of the spectrum. We were talking before, and I, and I had said to you, you know, what's happened to Vandy? Because, you know, Vandy traditionally has been pretty good in basketball. Right. And then, you know, West Virginia's ranked. You think of Bob Huggins' teams, you always think rugged and, you know, right. defense. So right. tell me, first of all, what's happened to Vanderbilt, and then give me the lowdown on West Virginia. Well, v- Vandy's very young, and then they've been hit several times with COVID. Uh, they got beat the other day. Uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. has been fantastic for them, but they got beat the other day. Uh, Dylan DeSue, their second leading scorer, didn't play, and he's a six foot nine matchup nightmare because he can make threes. So you're catching them at a bad time. I call the Vandy game a just because game because I uh, shouldn't have said that again. <laughs> it, from Florida's per- perspective, just because you beat Tennessee last week, just because you beat uh, Georgia on the road on Saturday, has n- very little impact on playing Vanderbilt on Wednesday. So you need to come with the proper mindset. West Virginia, you know, they've had to retool because they also got shut down for a couple of we- couple of weeks and played Saturday, I think, for the first time in, in two weeks. And in that meantime, their big guy uh, transferred out, entered the transfer portal and, and is going to Kentucky now, um, which brings up another uh, – I'm going to say this every week at least once. The fact that we have a transfer portal that – allows athletes to enter the portal during their season is absolutely ludicrous. Couldn't agree more. I am all for the one-time transfer rule because the NCAA couldn't govern the transfer rule as it existed. So I'm, I'm, I'm defaulting to let's make everybody eligible um, from a transfer perspective. But the fact that the transfer portal doesn't have a calendar is just stupid to me. So um, I wish that would change. Uh, well, but you're right. They're two totally different teams. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, 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 and I'm with you. I'm, I'm for the one-time you know, free transfer. Right, right. Do it. And it's going to be, let me say, the, the transfer market is going to be, um, how shall I put this politely, a, a, a recruiting nightmare. Because now everybody's going to go in that direction. But you can't allow people to do that and mess with other players on other teams during the season and now that may be going on anyway but come on let's fix this this is not that complicated it's not that's our hoop there it is for today thank you to mark wise thanks to brad for producing thanks earth to you wind for and fire next week i didn't hear any earth wind and fire this week uh, uh, wruf gainesville w251 cg gainesville powered by anajar and levine accident attorney call 1-800-747-3 that's 1-800-747-3733 
CBS and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Thank you for listening to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or at WRUF.com. The flagship of the Florida Gators, WRUF AM Gainesville and W251CG Gainesville. Broadcasting live from the Anna John Levine Studios, Anna John Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1 800 747 free. That's 1 800 